Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Do you love time machines, musicals, and jokes? Of course you do. That's why Story Pirates creator Danny Teeger made a brand new podcast called Musical Time Machine. Who says you can't have a dance party while learning about diverse trailblazers? From Abraham Lincoln and Harriet Tubman to George Washington Carver and Thomas Edison. Search for Musical Time Machine on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts to join the fun. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host and custodian of those strange and spooky tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This particular ghostly tale, Story Club members, might make you run for the hills rather than pop into your local library. It's one I call The Time Is Now. Molly Taylor loved to read. She read fiction, nonfiction, and everything in between. But she didn't like e-readers. Nope, she preferred the touch, feel, and even smell of books. Molly had quite a few books at her house, many of which she read and reread often, but she was also a regular at the school library. During recess and after school, Molly would frequently spend time there. She loved the coziness of being surrounded by books. To her, they each contained ideas and you could be anyone you wanted to be in a book. All you had to do was open it and you'd become the character you were reading, seeing the world through his or her eyes. Molly secretly wished something exciting would happen in her real life and not just in her literary one. Molly had returned all the books that were out on loan, so it was time to check out more. She chose five new library books and put them in her backpack. However, when Molly returned home after school, she noticed that one of the books in her backpack wasn't one she'd chosen. Molly figured she must have picked it up by mistake. It was an old-looking book with a black leather cover. The Time Is Now was printed in gold letters on the cover and the spine of the book. But the really strange thing is that the book did not have an author. When Molly opened the book, she also saw that it didn't feature any publishing information. The Time Is Now was a book with just text in blocky letters, like from an old typewriter. So weird. Plus, it was unusual that the librarian hadn't noticed the book as she was checking out. Molly read the first page of the bizarre book. It was written in the second-person point of view, which meant everything was referenced as you. So, the first sentence read, You will discover a large sum of money, and possessing it will bring you much uncertainty. The story went on to describe how she would find it and what she would do. After a couple of pages, Molly put the book down, her eyelids heavy, and fell asleep. The next morning, Molly was walking to school and found a fat leather wallet on the sidewalk. Picking it up, she discovered there was $1,500 cash inside. Whoa. Then, Molly remembered the book. This is exactly what it said would happen. I mean, the book didn't say how much money, nor did it describe the wallet. But still... What a weird coincidence. 
Molly stuffed the wallet in her backpack and went to school. During class, she thought about what she'd do with all that money. $1,500 would buy an awful lot of books and candy. By noon, however, she showed her principal what she'd found. He said he'd report it to the police, as the owner was most likely looking for it. She later learned that the man who lost the wallet was buying a used car because his old one had broken down and he couldn't get to work. If she had kept the money, it would have caused that person a lot of pain and misery. The book had said that would happen too. Hmm. When she returned home, Molly read the next chapter of The Time Is Now. The book said she should look both ways before crossing the street. The next day, Molly was about to cross the busy town street. The stoplight lit up the walk signal. As she was crossing, a red sports car ripped through the traffic light, missing her by inches. It was only because Molly was on guard from what she'd read in the book last night that she was able to jump back in time. Fortunately, there was a policeman who pulled the driver over and gave him a ticket. When Molly double-checked the book, it said that's exactly what would happen, that the reckless driver would be in trouble. The book was exciting, but it also made Molly afraid. The time is now seemed to accurately predict the future. Two events happening exactly as written did not seem like a coincidence any longer. This was no random note discovered in a fortune cookie after a Chinese food dinner. It's like the book was prophetic, capable of making magical predictions. As thrilling as it was to know what her future was, it was also scary. What if Molly read that she might die tomorrow? What would she do then? She couldn't unread it. Molly decided to return the book to the school library. Maybe the librarian could give her some more information about it? When Molly tried to return the book the next day, the librarian gazed at it suspiciously. She checked the computer, and no book with the title The Time Is Now was in the library system. The librarian thought that Molly was playing a joke on her, though Molly tried to assure her that she wasn't. Molly didn't know what to do with the book, so she decided to sneak it back onto the shelf. Let it be somebody else's problem. She strolled to the back stacks in the library and was about to slip the book onto the shelf when she dropped it. The book fell open. She tried not to look at the pages, but she saw the words, You will meet with an unfortunate accident. She stifled a scream, put the book away, then ran out of the library. After that, Molly was careful. She did not walk under ladders, avoided crossing streets whenever possible, and was even extra careful about stepping into the bathtub so she wouldn't slip. The thought of meeting with an unfortunate accident haunted her day and night. It affected her sleep. One day, Molly was wandering around outside during recess, and she saw a girl, Lori Barker, with the book, sitting under a sycamore tree. Molly wanted to warn her that the mysterious book was evil, or it seemed evil. The dark, cloudy sky rumbled with thunder. An afternoon storm was coming. As Molly walked up to Lori to warn her, a bolt of lightning struck a branch of the massive tree. The heavy branch cracked, and a moment later, it hurtled toward Molly. Whoa, let's hope that Molly was fast on her feet and didn't meet with that unfortunate accident. Wouldn't it be weird if Lori Baker also read about that same lightning strike happening at the same moment? Guess Molly got her wish of wanting a more exciting life. Be careful what you wish for, am I right? Right now, I wish I had a grilled cheese sandwich. What's the harm in that wish? One can dream. 
One of my other dreams has become a reality for me thanks to you, my devoted listeners. R.L. Stein's Story Club has grown massively. Did you know that we literally have thousands of members all over the world? How amazing is that? And I don't know about you, but when I'm out and about, I'd like to be able to recognize my fellow Phantom Hunters. So go pick up your Story Club swag at gokidgo.com so everyone knows you're in my terrifying tribe. I'm proud of you people. Also, you don't have to stop with my spooktacular stories every day. Imagination is endless. Did you know that there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows that are almost as awesome as R.L. Stein's Story Club? There's Bobby Wonder, about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow, and Waffle and Martha being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or Flusville wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way to a great time. Join me back here tomorrow for another eerie episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member deserves a little scare every day. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts.